What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We are on episode 367. I had to think about it for a sec. It's been a few weeks since our um, awesome 365 live live stream. Um, Super fun episode. Still thinking about it. Um, Definitely thrown off a little bit today because we totally forgot Cody was going to be out this week. So... Um, no, I think he, he might have even mentioned it on the podcast. And we just forgot. He did. He, he did. Oops. I totally like. I, <laughs> but uh, but uh, we got still got some stuff to geek out about. We do have some more interesting news, I think, than past weeks. Things are still a little weird um, with the strikes and stuff going on. But um, yep. So again, um, I'm here with uh, Shelley Nolan. Hello. Um, and then I am LJ Lowry. Your host for the evening. So um, we'll get started. Um, anything new you've been playing, Shelly? Um, I haven't been playing anything new. Uh, my husband did finish Spider-Man 2. I don't know if he had nice. it by last time, but anyway, it's still like there's nothing necessarily more new or interesting to say other than like good game right. looks cool. Um, I'm I am just gonna wait. I think to play it when New Game Plus is out. Just so yeah. I can get all, have all the suits and have everything that I want. And I know that he's <laughs> yeah. going to definitely platinum the game. And uh, and maybe I'll help him with that. I don't know. Figure that out. But uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to platinum the game right now. There's some side questing that kind of gets locked out if you're in the end game. And the only oh. way to go back is it, to unlock him is to, as far as we can tell, is to like restart potentially i or, had you know, no idea game. about that <laughs> yeah so that's another reason we're like well let's just do new game plus that'll be way easier to, yeah. to deal with that but who knows maybe there's another way to do it but either way we've been we kind of jumped back into Baldur's gate 3 nice. we made a lot of progress i don't know i know act one is pretty long act two mm-hmm. i was told is the shortest than act three is supposed to be like stupid long huh. uh we basically blasted through Act 2. Like, we had already started before Spider-Man came out, but we're basically right. done with it as far as I'm aware. I think we're just cleaning up some final quests, which, yeah, it's definitely a lot shorter than Act 1, but it felt reasonable. It felt like a nice arc. It felt like I always knew where the plot was. <laughs> I always kind of knew, <laughs> like, what we were supposed to be doing. And there was some side stuff, yeah. and there's some, other, you know, place to explore, and there's some things happening, but... It didn't really feel too overwhelming. It felt like we're like, oh, okay, cool. We're kind of moving things along nicely, which That's is good. good. Uh, so that almost makes me a little bit nervous for Act Three. Like that's when everything like kind of goes <laughs> down, supposedly, right? That's oh, kind wow. of closer to the end of the game. But it's like the fact that's supposed to be so big and like all of these things that you do in Act One and Two culminate into Act Three, like NPCs. Okay you meet or decisions you make a lot of it kind of just comes back at act three so i'm hmm. interested to see what that kind of looks like but that sounds cool I, at the same time i'm like okay we're 80 hours into this game 80 Ooh, hours yeah, remember you long... saying the first act took a long time to drag yeah yeah so i it's like i don't mm. know how many hours it's gonna take to finish but <laughs> the problem too is i already know we already talked we're already talking about like oh on our next playthrough we're gonna do this this and that so <laughs> it's still it's fun they did put out that 11 gig 
patch recently, which did Ooh. fix some issues that we were experiencing, but there nice. were still some other issues. Basically, with every patch they roll out, it fixes some issues. And <laughs> There's more more. issues. Yeah, exactly. It just kind of <laughs> happens. Like, That's crazy. Above, so. But it's it's been pretty fun still. In fact, yeah, I almost I think I'm having more fun in Act Two or have had been nice. because it has been so much more um, less running around trying to find things to do. It's more like oh, we know what we need to do. It's just nice. a matter of do we go off track a little bit and, and explore some stuff or do we just like stay on target? Whereas the first mm-hmm. act, sometimes I was like, I don't even know where the target is. You kind of have to wander and find <laughs> it. So. In Act 3, who knows? I, I have no clue if mm-hmm. that's also going to be more of like a just explore and talk to everything and everyone. Or, you know, we kind of have this idea of what we need to do. So maybe it'll be more like that. So I don't know. Hope it'll be yes. good. Hope it'll be fun. I mean, I know it will be. It's been really good. It's been really fun. It's just, uh, I'm yeah. I'm sure taking a break was nice too. I think. Because y'all were getting. Yes. Like, I think that forward, was a big but... help. Just kind of taking a break and i mean obviously I'm, i didn't play spider-man but i felt like i did because i was just watching him the whole time right by proxy yeah totally by yeah by proxy i think that was a really <laughs> good sort of breath of fresh air it's totally different game style totally different experience yeah. but being able to come back to Baldur's gate and be like okay we're feeling refreshed we're feeling better about things we could go about it and this is fine mm-hmm. so also something fun i noticed that i'd never done before so because we just play split-screen co-op, right? That's just what we do, and we each right. made our own characters. You could just do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Something <laughs> that we I had never done before, so my husband was off doing something um, in the kitchen or something. He's like, oh, you're doing this battle. You could just disconnect your controller and play with one controller if you would like. And I yeah. mean, <laughs> the game runs so much smoother with just one which like obvious is obvious right that's not like a surprise <laughs> yeah. but i'm just like oh my gosh that's so smooth there were still some frame drops though which surprised me mm. even still with only one like controller and the whole right. screen i was just like wow i have so much power and it's all so smooth and this is like basically a different game low-key because mm-hmm. i could just control everything uh it's yeah. still a good and game it's... but different different what i also found interesting though was that I was controlling my character that I usually control, even though now I'm essentially player one. Mm-hmm. But Daniel's character is still in the party, and yeah. you can just talk to any of your party members, right? And you could talk to the other avatar character, and so I did. Oh, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what will happen here? Because this is yeah. an avatar character. And it basically yeah. says, like, they don't say anything. There's no dialogue. It just says, like, mm-hmm. something where it's like, you could tell they're not entirely there. And they have kind of like a white <laughs> face. And I'm just like, wait, that's so funny. Because no, they're not entirely there because the player is gone right now. So that's funny. I thought that was really interesting and, and kind of funny where it is kind of, it's kind of like a meta joke of like, uh, yeah. yeah, they're not entirely there right now. It seems like something, you know, like something, something's weird going on about them. That's great. So I thought that was funny. Yep. Still a good game. That's, We're at level funny. uh nine now. Ooh. And level 12 is the max. So we're going into Act 3. Max only, level? That's crazy. Well, not max level, but only a couple oh. levels out. Only three more levels. Which oh, is okay. kind of surprising. I don't know. I feel like... I, I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. No. I was going to say I wouldn't be surprised if they, in a future like release, or if they were ever going to do DLC. I have no clue this is a game they would do DLC. They've added so much to the right. base game. I don't know if they would add 
additional levels because I would think that would seem reasonable. Like a lot of other uh, games where you level do that, where it's like, oh, you've capped it at 50, but in the next expansion, now you can go to level 60, right? You know. But then you're also sticking to D and D rules, and D and D usually doesn't go beyond it doesn't go beyond 20 anyway. So it doesn't go beyond 20, but also after honestly, even after level 10, magic especially mm-hmm. starts getting very very strong and very hard oh, yeah. to manage even as yeah. a regular dm in a regular D campaign so <laughs> yeah creating rules and ways to both respect the intent of the those like spells and those options but also mm-hmm. still be able to cap it in such a way that you can play the game i yeah, yeah i don't know if that is something they'll do i <laughs> On one hand, I'm bummed you can't go above level 12, but on the other hand, I have to, like, respect it and understand it. It's just interesting. I'm like, man, I yeah, feel like yeah. we're leveling really fast. <laughs> like, we're <laughs> almost there. We're we're almost there. That's crazy. But uh, my build has gotten even stronger. I mean, every build does, right? As you level, that's literally how it works. Mm-hmm. But so, because I don't know if I've shared it before, my build. Uh, so I have a ranger tank build, which is something you can only really do in Baldur's Gate 3. You can't do it in actual d right. because they changed the way uh, rangers kind of work. They made them good. So I'm a black <laughs> dragonborn, which makes me resistant to acid damage. My uh, background and, not my background, but it's like my ranger ability allows me resistance to fire damage and cold damage. Oh, so um, you're, like, resisting the elements. Yeah, and I have a spell now called Dang. Protection from Poison, so, and I just cast it. It's just something <laughs> I can cast in the morning. It lasts all day. It, it makes me poison resistant, too. That so I have so four tanky, just yeah. resistances naturally without anything else. <laughs> and then I also wild. wear heavy armor, which is really weird for a ranger, but it's an option you can get now with these rangers the way that they have them in Baldur's Gate 3. So I also... Mm-hmm have uh, heavy armor and i recently took tough which is a feat that just gives you way more hp so <laughs> yeah i'm just having the best time as a tank but i also still you know talk to animals i got my little bird that follows me around and he's super helpful that's cool i feel like super strong it's just so funny i'm like i i act like a fighter or, or a barbarian even sometimes just but i'm just like a raw tank <laughs> i just throw me in there so what we'll do is i will run into the fray Get, and bait all the enemies and they'll run at me soak up all the damage and then soak up that damage and then my husband he's a sorcerer and he specializes he has oh, nice. fire magic so he loves to cast fireball everywhere as magic users do so then he'll just <laughs> yeah. and it, it, I take brand. half the damage I'm resistant to fire damage so he'll yeah. just blow up the whole area and I'm fine <laughs> and then everybody That's around me is dead it's awesome I like setup. watching them do the little hand movements and stuff. Like uh-huh. when you do like the magic classes, it's so cool. Yeah, it's fun to make fun of the, uh, especially the spells they use more often. We, we're starting to just like make fun of uh, <laughs> the way that they say it. So like Fireball, he uses Fireball a lot. So that's Ignis, Ignis. Yeah. And so And then um, Shadowheart, whenever she does Sacred Flames, does something that's like, Encantus. And then <laughs> Will will say, Dolo every time he does a witch bolt. So <laughs> everyone said, I'm like, I just need to Dolo him. So um, that's great. Anyway, yeah. So, you know, great game. And I will nice. say the game, the experience as playing local split screen co op does get better with every patch. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. will it ever be perfect? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I probably should right. expect perfection. But there's still weird things that just happen, and that's just something uh, we have mm-hmm. to accept, I suppose. But 
anyway, that's all I've been playing. <laughs> nice. Um, so I, I think I definitely beat Spider-Man as well nice. by the time. I think last week. Um, I also am waiting for that New Game Plus update, mostly because there's just quality of life improvements that I want yeah, totally. them to make. So I'm like, I miss the ability to change the time of day and just other that, little things That's like huge! That. Yeah, so my husband, because I know you're yeah. big into game photography, so my husband actually, yes. he's been doing pictures and stuff in the game too, and he, nice. he's he been yeah. trying to, he, he wants to emulate the Spider-Verse, like, upside down, falling into the city, that most iconic shot. He wants to yep, recreate yep. it, but you can't in Endgame because yeah. you can't turn it to nighttime. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's a big one for me. Oh, uh, and there's just other, like, in-game things that, like, I won't spoil. But it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, like, I'm like, okay. Um, I guess you can't do that. You know, I guess you can't do this sort of, sort of thing anymore. Or, you know, or it's, like, stuff that should change when you change suits that doesn't. And I'm just like, oh, that's kind of lame. Totally. Um... So yeah, I'm also waiting to new game uh, to 100 until they make those improvements. If they make those improvements, yeah, I hope so. Um, so yeah, I've been playing. Um, I did pick up the RoboCop video game last week, and uh, this is one of those things where I th- I figured it was going to be bad, but it's actually really not. That's t- it's halfway decent. Like it's definitely not like. I wouldn't tell some first-person shooter elitist to go play this because it's definitely totally. not going to feel great because. You were a walking. You're a walking tank, basically. So, um, he definitely there's def- definitely things you do that um, you know he moves slow. He's you can take a, you can take a lot of damage, um, but it's straight up like in the movie. They use the UI looks straight out of the movie, like when you target people and stuff like that. There's like this like focus like slow mo button you can use. Um, it's definitely on the nose, like with like the humor of um the original movies like he he, he even has like cheesy one-liners um that's so dumb Stupid it's like this retro one-liners, bro. <laughs> yeah yep and it's like this uh old like old retro cyberpunk style thing because it's not like totally futuristic but it's like in the in the 80s in the 80s when these movies got made it's like well you couldn't really get too futuristic with it anyway so it's like right. this that makes halfway sense. kind of thing yeah um, there's actually this kind of really neat side quest that I, well, I don't know if it's a side quest thing, it's just part of the main thing, but there's this mission that I never, I didn't expect to, like, feel for, um, there's, you're looking for this missing cop, and so you find this guy who, like, I guess this cop helped out a lot, and his name is Pickles, and he's, like, this, like, addict guy who's kind of, like, known, like, a known criminal, kind of, mm-hmm. but he's, like, this, this guy, this cop that's gone missing has been, has, like, helped rehabilitate, so he's, like, yeah, I can help you, so, like, you run around with this guy for a while that's helping you find his friend, and so his name, I love how he got, he got his name, because he basically says, oh, like, I got the name Pickles, because, you know, I tried to make this score, and all I stole was a bunch of pickles, <laughs> And he goes, I still sold them, mind you. And he goes, I think I still have some. But he's like, I still have sold them to on the streets because I needed the money. And I was like, oh, wow. And then so it's just this whole, like, of the story, like, the story of this guy who's just kind of stuck living, like, off of the streets, like, repenting and kind of, like, helping helping you and things. And I was like, oh, this is kind of, like, sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect that out of this game. But it's a very yeah. B-tier, like, licensed game. Sure. Um, it's almost it's almost like a like Deus Ex light kind of because you have the open city that's 
sort of open. Um, you can upgrade Robocop, like you can increase focus, you can increase, um, like you can actually go around the city and investigate stuff. You can even give, there's like these side objectives that are like tickets. If somebody's parked next to a fire hydrant, you can totally slap a ticket on their car if you want. Um, so there's stupid stuff like that. Um, but it's it's kind of fun. It's definitely one of those things. Like I wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but I'm just like, yeah, this is a really okay, like six to seven out of ten game. Um, Sometimes you need that. It just right. Yes, and so it's like one of those things. It's like I grew up on the, at least this the first movie, so. I caught up with my brother over the weekend and I was like, Hey, I'm playing this game. And he's like, I am too. And I'm like, yeah, that's totally on brand for me and my brother. Because yeah. like, we grew up off of a bunch of these licensed games that like, you know, we grew up not really playing a lot of stuff like Mario or a lot of the final fantasies and stuff like yeah. that. You know, like we just, we grew up on cheesy, com like licensed games from various Disney properties and comic book properties. And so this was like, I'm like, Oh, Robocop's game is coming out. I'm definitely going to check it out. It's probably not going to be good. But, um, I have, I've had fun with it. Um, the other thing that I started playing, uh, um, basically another recommendation from my brother, it was it's an old RPG we did get to try it back in the day called Star Ocean. Oh, and yeah, this everyone's one is to talk about Star Ocean. Yes, and I, this one's second story R. Basically, it's a remake of, like, I think it came out, I don't know if it came out on the Super Nintendo first and then the PlayStation. I know we... Definitely played the PlayStation 1, which I remember looking very pretty back in the day. Um, it definitely had some, like, animated intro stuff. Like, kind of reminded me of the thing they did with Chrono Trigger. Um, but even he said, like, oh, like, this game, he's like, it's actually pretty solid. You should check it out. And I'm not the biggest RPG guy. Like, it's, you know, I, there's some that I attach to and then some that I'm just like, oh, I kind of got bored. But um, this one, they don't quite do the Octopath thing. But the characters are definitely still, like, sprites. But the environments are, like actually got some detail to them they're not quite diorama they look like fully 3d like modeled environments kind of um but it's a fun game i'm i'm enjoying it um basically um kid in space gets warped into this fantasy world is kind of the plot um very very isekai like yeah. and um it's cool it also reminded me of how like older rpgs definitely like there's so much intro to get through because there's this whole explanation about like, oh, here's, you know, here's our world. And then like, oh, here, here's why we think you might, you might be the hero or this hero of legend or whatever. Here's why. And I did get kind of bored in the beginning because I'm like, okay, you spent time giving me this whole thesis on why you think I'm the hero. And I'm just like, that probably could have been and done in like five sentences. And I'm like, okay, let's go. You know, like, so it just reminded me of how like dialogue heavy, uh, especially the old RPG, JRPGs are and stuff like that. But once I got through all that intro stuff, I was like, okay, cool. It's definitely got some action based combat. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm liking it so far. So I'm definitely going to st stick with this one and keep playing it. So yes, I need more. And I know I haven't even started mm -hmm. playing Sea of Stars yet. It's on my list. I honestly may not yeah. get into it until next year, but it's on my list. Yeah. Apparently. Sea of Stars awesome but it's like i think we're in a little bit of a like this game that game maybe we're like entering a little bit of a renaissance when it comes to like this and octopath traveler mm -hmm. 2 also came out this year yes like, and that game i picked up because i played the demo and i'm like ooh, i'm again i'm not a jrpg guy really but yeah i played the demo and i'm like i need to buy this game the story is so good totally yeah it's it's like we're yeah. they're bringing it back and bringing it back in a good yeah. way 
people are interested yeah. in again. Like, you still have the action RPG games, and that's awesome. Like, I still obviously love Final Fantasy 16, right? We all yeah. do. But, oh, yeah. But I think there's something to be said, too, about, like, sort of the t- 2D pixel art, especially the 2D HD is such a good, mm-hmm. beautiful way to present these games in a way that's sort of like, yeah. oh, well, it's still, like, it kind of still has that modern charm. It mixes the modern yeah. charm and the old style charm. Like, it kind of creates yes. a perfect... Uh, synthesis of those two things mm-hmm. and i think people really are sort of hankering for the the turn-based style again but then well, you know yeah. with a twist or with something interesting so you have yep most jrpgs have some sort of twist in their in their yeah combat and <laughs> some sort of interesting thing so they're definitely making them more accessible too because like mm-hmm. in most old rpgs it's like oh when you die they just take you back to the title screen and you got to go to the save point yeah and restart again so that part used to discourage me a lot but this one it's like Oh, I can just retry right from the battle now. So I'm exactly. just like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah, I think that's so if huge. Because like, mm-hmm. like then I'm like, if I made a mistake, I can fix it real quick. Or I can be like, how did I mess up? Or then it's like, oh, okay, maybe I don't have a few heals. Maybe I need some more heals. Or maybe I need some more items to help me out. So then I'm like, okay, at that point, let me go prepare. Exactly, <laughs> you know? yeah. And, yeah. I think a lot of these older games, people would just mm-hmm. be like, well, it's easy because as long as you grind then yeah like you just it's just a matter of how much you grind and then yeah. if you grind enough and then you um i don't know you win i guess but that almost seemed yeah. like the whole strategy where it seems like some of these newer games it's like well if you have strategy mm-hmm. you can win and yes. maybe you're still in a position where you're still gonna want to <laughs> take a step away and grind a bit like maybe you are legitimately underleveled or whatever but i think mm-hmm. in my experience some older rpgs you you really really have to rely on that grind in order to even yes. have a chance and sure have a strategy but it seems like that's almost mm-hmm. less important than just the levels where it seems like some of these newer games it's a little bit more balanced in that way it's like you maybe don't yeah. have to grind so much like if you have a good strategy or if you have a plan then you can kind of keep going forward <laughs> yeah but i just really would love especially i know this is a remake too I really want some remakes of like I don't know Breath of Fire, Breath of Fire Two, multi Breath of Fire Two because it's still one. But well, that's like Star Ocean is definitely known. I think maybe a little bit more than Breath of Fire, but like it made me think of that. You know, because there's like a lot of obscure RPGs out there that like Star Ocean is still pretty obscure, even though there's been like a a bunch. Even though there's been a bunch of them, totally. So it's like I I just it makes me think of games like that that could use a, a like a refresh. I would love that. Episode. Or like Golden Sun or something, you yeah, know, like there's still exactly. RPGs out there that, that I think need it. I really would like that. I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they actually would. <laughs> I want them <laughs> yeah. to, but I don't know if they would. And there's still yeah. something really awesome and great about the full crazy Final Fantasy VII style remakes that are just like mm-hmm. totally change the gameplay and the art yeah. and all this. Like we can, there's ways to have both. There's ways. There's room for both. Exactly. We don't yep. always have to have the Final Fantasy VII remake, but we don't always have to just, you know, re-release the same game. You could still update it in some way. It doesn't have to necessarily do yeah. the full 3D modeling update. It, you can go. You could do the 2D HD route. You could do just like mm-hmm. quality of life. Heck, just quality of life updates. If they were to yep. re-release something like Breath of Fire 2 and they put in a lot of quality of life updates, or games like that, mm-hmm. games of that era, there yep. are so many different JRPGs of that era, with just some quality of yep. life updates, 
that's like almost all you need. Like you don't even yeah. have to update the art. You don't even have like, to update Star Ocean the stuff, gives like, me an exclamation point yeah. of where I need to go on the map. I'm like, oh, I just need to know I go I go that direction. Yeah, or like cool. not like, like having to have to make sure you talk to the right NPC and then yeah I don't listen. I don't literally need you to hold my hand all the way through just point me in the right direction exactly just <laughs> yeah. again just yeah. a level an acceptable level of accessibility and who knows you maybe even have the option to turn it on or off maybe even have it as yep. an option of like oh when you talk to the right person or or you mm -hmm. you get a little indicator to talk to the right person or to go to the right place where you could turn yeah. off if you don't want that. Like, I just... Yep. I don't know. I think more there options for games like these are are better, personally. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, so that's, that's what I've been playing. Uh, I'm super excited to try to play more. Um, so we'll get into some gaming news. Um, the first one is pretty crazy. A lot of people have come back to Fortnite because Fortnite released a... A season called Fortnite OG. It's not even really called like it's not even really. It doesn't even have a label as a season um, because I think it's only gonna last like a month or so. They're basically going through week one is gonna be like season one, week two is gonna be like seasons two through something, and then like as it goes on, they're basically go. They went back to the old map. Like I've gotten back into it as well. Um, and they've they've basically gone back to the old map, released the like unvaulted the old guns, and they basically and it's putting like the old items again. Yes, actually, <laughs> yes, World that's World a Combat good way one, to. Or some, I don't know. Wow, I feel like Wow Classic is a good way to put it, except like they still left the new mechanics in, and the yeah. graphics still look better. Yeah. And then even even for zero build, they realized oh. Well, nobody's building in this mode, so let's put zip lines and other things everywhere, so that way, like people can still like get around where they need to. Um, but uh, I say all that to um, say that uh, this weekend they hit their highest player count ever, uh, which is forty-four point seven million um, players <clears throat> in a day. Probably yeah, that's huge. brought all yeah. those folks back who ditched Fortnite a long time ago because the meta changed yes. so much and all these weird things that they added on. Yes, yes, because there are seasons where even I, even I've dipped out. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I think up until recently I hadn't been back a couple times just because I wasn't like the I didn't like the way things were feeling. But I went back last season, off and on. But you know the way that game changes is like yeah, there's definitely been players that have dropped off quite a lot that I haven't played in years. Like even a couple of my friends from work are like, yeah, I'm getting back on it because I haven't been back and like oh my favorite weapon's back. I'm like oh that's cool, like awesome. Um. Just the memes and the TikToks about people going back to Fortnite have been hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's cool. Um, we'll have to see, I guess, what they do after. Um, but uh, I think it's I think it's great. I think uh, you know this is definitely like uh, the Nickelback of video games because it's super popular because and there's you know people like to hate on it. Um, I was one of them. I mean, it's okay, to, you know, if you don't like something, you don't like something. Um, you know, that's totally cool, or if it's not your cup of tea. Alright, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's neat. Um, it's getting a lot of people back together, and just a lot of, a lot of squads who haven't played together in a while, and things like that, so, and it's got people feeling nostalgic, which feels weird to say about a game that was in its height in 2018. <laughs> so, well, see, that's what I was thinking, though, that was the sort of, like, other half yeah. joke when it comes to, oh, it's like, yeah. wow, classic is like, wow, yes. it's so old that that was, that's like, 
very significant. I don't know. For me, I'm like, yes. Fortnite is not that old. Maybe I'm getting old. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of... Fortnite. I'm trying to think of what would be a good equivalent. I mean, but, like, WoW Classic is, like... I, that That is the best comparison. It'd be like if you took Minecraft back to, like old like vanilla like i don't know how far you want to take do you can do that anyway you can always I guess, do that. But, but you're right it's that if that was like a new thing if it, if they yeah. had all these updates and all these things <laughs> like oh now you have vanilla minecraft that you can just do mm-hmm. like yeah 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 because <laughs> so, i'm the same way with i don't minecraft. know I, i'm like there's too many things i, don't, I can't pay yeah. attention like why are there just there's too many it's things kind of different <laughs> but yeah but, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's definitely, like, getting people back to, it would be, like, I guess what would feel more cool to me is if, like, Call of Duty goes back to, like, the original Warzone map, because that's when I, that's when mm. I, myself and a lot of people dropped off on Call of Duty Warzone, is when they got rid of that old map, and I'm just, like, that would be me, because especially, like, in the height of, like, COVID and stuff, Yeah. I mean, I would be, like, oh, yes, take me back there, um, so... That's what I would want. I would want Call of Duty to try to, like... I guess I want this to succeed so that way Call of Duty can be like, oh, hey, Warzone players, let's go back to the old map. I <laughs> will be back. Uh, so, so um, yeah, so I'm hoping... Th- I mean, it seems like this is doing well already. Um, they are bringing back old skins for a short time, like for 24 hours. I didn't end up getting it, but they brought back a... I don't know if it was a new skin, but there was an 11 skin, and then there was, uh, they were brought back Hopper and Demigorgon skins, which are super rare, because there was the time where Stranger Things was taking all their licensed stuff off of digital platforms, so I was like, oh, that's pretty nice, because then if they're releasing these rare, rare skins again, that gives people a chance to, like, get something if they really missed out on it, if they really wanted it, so that's cool, too, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Uh, I think anybody who's played Fortnite is probably already playing again because of these records, but good on Epic. Yeah. And I just hope you are not killing... I just hope you are not killing your devs inside by doing all this in a short time, so... (laughs) It's just, like, such a crazy cycle, though, of, like, oh, here's the game. It's so popular. We gotta keep the popularity. (laughs) We gotta add more things. Gotta add more things. You know, the meta, the meta changes, evolves. A lot of people leave, but probably more people are coming in. A lot of people are talking about yep. it. It's a couple years old at this point. Go back, hit the reset button, go back to the beginning. You're bringing all those old fans again. Like, that's just so... Yep. I Toxic isn't necessarily the right word, but that's the word that came to my head. I'm just like, oh, that's so toxic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. There's definitely, like, lore reasons, which I think is cool, too. Oh, okay. But, I mean, but still, it's just... Yeah, it's definitely, like, it is kind of, like... There is, like, a scummy side to it, I guess, too. It's, like, not that they have had a problem with their player count, but it's, like, oh, you want you guys want more money or you guys want more players? Oh, let's just go back. I mean... And it's working for them. But I guess what I will say, because I don't really mm. play... I don't really play any of those types of games that are actively yeah. updated and, like, online and multiplayer. Like, I just don't really play right, those games right. at all. But I would say, if Fire Emblem Heroes hit the reset button, went back to square one, I would go back. Because <laughs> that meta last couple of years has been stupid. The game is crazy now. There's just too... And that, I mean, that's the life cycle of most of these games. Most MMOs, mm-hmm. most online competitive, online games in general that are actively updated have active players constantly. I guess Warcraft is like... You, that comparison you made is pretty spot on too because... 
they had to bring back classic because the way it is now is so it's just so like they just they just announced a multi-tiered expansion i think i haven't i'm not talking about any blizzcon stuff on the news but i saw they announced a multi-tiered like multi-chapter i guess long like expansion Hmm. again like so they're trying to do this big event and stuff like that i'm like warcraft is probably the best comparison to like this Fortnite stuff yeah but it's uh i get it i don't really know how else a lifestyle a life uh, cycle for games like that would go right but my gosh (laughs) sometimes it gets too much yes it gets too much and so i yeah with this hopefully they realize oh like maybe simple and you know is is also good. Yeah, maybe. Instead of overloading, so hopefully there will be some lessons learned. But um, yeah, so that's Fortnite. Um, the other news I think is is kind of cool. Um, I know there's probably a, another well-known game out there. Um, Ark, uh, formerly known as Survival Evolved, um, just got an Unreal Engine Five upgrade called Survival Ascended. And that's on Steam now already, I guess, at the beginning of this month. I think the 14th, it's coming to Xbox, um, which is kind of... They've been having, like, a deal with Xbox lately for their advertisements and all that, so this doesn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. But then I think two weeks later, or towards the end of November, PlayStation is going to be getting it. So those are, like, official console releases. Um, If I can maybe get, like, some kind of half-price upgrade or half-price, like, sale, because I do own Ark on PlayStation... I'd be down. I think it's a whole new game. So unfortunately, like me and my buddies got into this a couple years ago too. Mm-hmm. We have forts and all kinds of stuff. I think we even went back to in the last couple years, full of like dinosaurs and everything, and all the stuff we built. So it's like I think this this would be a nostalgic thing for me. Would be going back to Ark. So yeah, um, cool. if anybody. If anybody's dropped off of that for a while, this is like a whole re- like remaster from the like upgrade graphically. So this is finally coming to consoles. I was wondering when it was going to come to consoles myself. So um, if you're missing some dino action in your life, <laughs> you're a fan of dinosaur properties, I think Ark is definitely a good way to go. So, Sweet. yeah, that's it for gaming news. Um... Have you watched any um, new movies lately or any old movies? I've actually not watched anything. I don't think I've watched any <laughs> movies or any shows. I've just played a lot of Baldur's Gate. That's just nice. what I've been doing. What about you? I did watch a little bit of it. I haven't. I didn't finish it, but I did put on... For whatever reason, this movie has just been in my head lately, but I put on that movie Robots, the animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got, I think it's got Ewan McGregor, I think, and Robin Williams is in it, too. It's yes. Yeah, like, 2005, yes. I think. Yeah. He's the... And yeah. so, he's kind of the unhinged... Robin Williams is definitely, like, the unhinged one. Um, and just... I feel like I haven't watched a movie with Robin Williams doing voices or being in it for a while, either. Mm-hmm. So, hearing him kind of, like, just do what Robin Williams does was funny. Like, there's this line where he's like taking pictures of like tourists or something and it's like one of my favorite lines because he goes give me big anime eyes and i'm just <laughs> like oh it was so good like i don't know like it just warmed my heart to hear that, that movie's line pretty again. funny that movie's it, got some it is and it's definitely got the pixar thing with it though it's like oh there's so much illogical stuff going on here with like yeah it's the, it's the cars problem like that. it's the that's yes. true, it's more than just cars yes. but it's my first think of is yes. the, Definitely if this is cars. how things are, like Toy Story, like 
That is true. Like, it is the Pixar how, problem. How does this how work? At least I like I like in the beginning when they're like, oh, you have like, oh, the baby's coming and it literally gets yes. like, delivered to them, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, here's your grow, here's your teenager parts or something like that, and I'm like. Okay, I guess that makes sense, even though it still doesn't make sense they're talking and living like families and stuff, like, but I'm like, oh, makes that's all funny. This? And then, How then he gets it? the hand-me-down parts Long or whatever, shit? and it's yeah. like... It's very funny, <laughs> but it is creative that way. Yeah. No, yeah, but I, I still really enjoy that movie. It, that was good to watch again. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen, seen it. I should probably watch it again. I know. Oh, that for whatever reason it was in my it has been in my head the last couple of weeks and I'm just like I need to watch it and so I finally did because it's on Max I think oh cool so okay. yes I remember looking at it somewhere or like trying to find out what it was on and I was like okay yep I'm watching this so heck yeah yeah that's that's what I watched um why don't we get into movies yeah so actually first let's talk about uh king of the planet of the apes yes got a trailer so if you're not caught up on the planet of the apes lore uh it's okay i just very (laughs) quickly looked it up because i didn't realize this was still going on and i for me it's like wow there's another planet of the apes movie didn't we just have one even though it's not like we just had one i think the last one was 2017 so that's that's a yes. while ago at this point that was like six I years ago i think we have a bible study on it <laughs> yeah so which yep. is fine but anyway this is the next movie and it takes place like generations after that last one and yes. i again i never like watched those movies but i know that they couldn't, the apes couldn't always just, like, talk fluently. They just can do that now. And, which is yeah, actually very yeah, cool, I, yeah. uh, sort of, world building in that way. It's like... I think in the third one, I, it, I don't really remember too. a lot of the third one, but they actually were in the third one. But I remember the first one the most, and then the second one I, I saw a few times, which I have them, I bought them on 4K because they were on sale for, like, 15 bucks mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Because I'm like, I know I want to watch these again at some point. And here's why. Yeah. But, um, because I guess this movie's coming out. Um, but the first one is so good. Because it's like, straight up from modern times. Mm-hmm. And like, or I guess not modern now, but contemporary era. And then you get to watch things, not progress, but I guess degress, you know? Like, yeah. how the world changes into the quote-unquote Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. And so, this is just further down the line. Um, this fourth movie. Yeah, so, it's, I'm excited. It looks it looks really cool. I like the uh, it looks very pretty. Like the CGI mm-hmm. looks really good. All the movies are pretty. Like I think maybe the first one might be a little outdated now, it's in some cool. regards. But yes, it is really like it's they're really all pretty movies. Yeah, it looks really pretty. They especially use like part animatronic. Well, not animatronics, but they use like the mocap because yeah. Andy Serkis was like a big part of the original trilogy. Right, that's right. I don't yeah. know if he's yep. in this one. He but... played. He played Caesar. Yeah, no, I don't think he's in this one. Cause, this unless after. he's in, like, a flashback or something. Right, yeah. I was like, this is generations after. Like, he's long gone mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, but it looks yeah. cool, and you can see, I mean, really is the kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Like, they're ruling. Mm-hmm. Humans are kind of, on the other hand, where they're just scrounging. Humans have out. regressed. They've regressed. They're the one. They're trying to survive. They do not have any power. So, you kind of see in the trailer, there's, like, this... Um, mm-hmm kind of you get to see that relationship between the apes versus versus each other 
because they don't mm-hmm. all like get along necessarily either but yeah it's like them yeah. but then also the humans i don't know i mean it looks interesting especially if you if you like these movies already definitely go check that I think this one is about Caesar's son. I could be wrong because I know he had sons in like the second or third one, but I think it's it's I think it's Cornelius is the uh, the name of the, like the lead in this one. Ooh, okay, yeah, and so. I think it said it's coming on Memorial Day weekend. So that's like way. That's still pretty far. It is pretty far. This is definitely coming but home next year. I'm down. I'm like okay. Like if y'all like, I wonder if they were gonna put it out later or earlier next year. And because of the strikes and everything like that, they, like, had to delay it further, which uh, is okay. Um, yeah, I'm excited, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's that. And then also kind of want to touch on Blade. MCU yeah. Blade has been confirmed to be rated R. And this will kind of sort of form and segue into what we're going to be talking about TV, TV a little bit later of the mm-hmm. MCU, Disney's kind of trying to become a little bit more mature, more mature uh, and be yeah. like actually, and actually label it as such. So, cause I know with Dr. Strange too, everyone was saying like, Oh, that that's like one of the more mature, not like, and then mature, like, Moon, and then like, Moon Knight. Yeah. And like Moon Knight, they're just like, not necessarily mm-hmm. the most mature, but like in their content, more mature. Like, not saying the storytelling is necessarily the most mature, but, like, the content mm-hmm. is less appropriate for children, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're kind of starting to go in that direction, which I hope also equates deeper, more interesting characters and things like that. I mm-hmm. hope it's not just, like, shock factor or, hey, look, this character's edgy, is going to do edgy things, but there's no depth to them. Like, I hope they're doing mm-hmm. this for an actual reason other than... Well, what we've been doing so far hasn't worked. The the joke stuff, no one likes the jokes anymore. So we're going to take mm-hmm. a different angle. I mean, honestly, taking a different angle may work, but I hope that's not literally their only thought is like, oh, j- we just need to take a different angle. Like, I hope they have some sort of creative right. intent behind it. Um, I don't know if I trust Disney necessarily with creative intent anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, at least for, for Blade, it'll be... Uh, I, I mean, obviously, like, Deadpool was Radar, but Deadpool wasn't really MCU... Until mm-hmm. like kind of like now there's like oh is it MCU yep. is it not it's it's weird so now we're kind of walking yeah because even space. Logan was rated R yeah so could be a step in the right direction could not be we really can't know I honestly think mm-hmm. I personally think it's a step in the right direction simply because we had movies like Doctor Strange two that would have benefited from the straight up rated R like if, Moon Knight, if that again, movie was straight like... up rated R. And they were allowed to, like, just push a little more with what they already had going there. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been, I think, a much better movie. I think the one of the reasons that movie was so awkward is because they tried to do these weird, dark, gruesome things and, and make, you know, like, the characters really edgy and stuff that they couldn't quite hit the mark. And I think this mm-hmm. like, something, being able to literally just put a, a rated R uh, rating on it. Uh, would have maybe given Sam Raimi that extra wiggle room to create something that he Oh, yeah, like to. put out like a red band trailer or something. Yeah, for it totally. That would have been awesome. Gone. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, but it doesn't really surprise me that they're trying to do this with newer and slightly more niche K 
characters. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like Blade is unknown, but, like, he's definitely not as popular as, like, Captain America or Iron Man, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and same as we're going to be talking about with Echo. Echo's really I feel like you can do that with Blade. With, I mean, Blade's always been that way, but oh, even, like, totally, with Echo. Yeah. Like, because I think people would sh- be shocked if, like, oh, Captain America is going over there and beating somebody up and yeah. cussing. It's, it's like... I mean, I guess he already kind of does it's that. It's like the combination like, of not only is it already a more mature kind of idea of mm-hmm. a character in the first place, but they can afford to actually do that because audiences are just overall yeah. less familiar. Like, it not only is it already kind of set up that way, they're just like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, we can actually do this because... You know, no one really cares. Not that no one cares. Obviously, right. it's fine right. if you care about Blade. I'm just saying the greater <laughs> Disney MCU watcher probably doesn't because they're too busy watching yeah. Loki. This sounds like an insult. I don't mean it as an insult. I just, I just <laughs> yeah. mean it as it is. Like they're too busy. They, they, they're too busy talking about the Avengers. The... And, you know, yeah. wanting a better Black Widow movie. I mean, I'm there. That's you, me. Yeah. I, I wish we had. You definitely don't want the more popular characters going like rated R. Cause For sure, that's that's kind of the, what I mean to say. But uh, mm-hmm. and it, again, it would be interesting to see how this sort of pans out for the future. And I really hope we can also get to a point in which, definitively, you don't have to watch shows and movies in order to be able to watch other shows and movies. I really hope that we. I, I think we may even be getting to that point. I haven't watched the last couple shows, but um, I've heard that. Well, what's weird about the Marvels, because that's out now, by the way, I think, or it's almost out. I, th- I think it comes out at the end of this week. Okay, it comes out soon. I think reviews are coming out for it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just crazy, because obviously, if you've watched the first Captain Marvel, then you know who Captain Marvel is. And this is technically, I think, a sequel, so it's fine. That's sort of an expectation mm-hmm. that you watched the first one, but... Then you have these two other random characters that you have no idea who they are unless you like yeah, watch true. the shows, and that's kind of upsetting. You got my... <laughs> like that's true. Uh, like I'm wow. not interested in watching. I I watched WandaVision. That's where one of them's from, but I never watched uh, Miss Miss Marvel. Is that Miss? Yeah, Miss Marvel. Watched... I think it was a fine. It was a fine show. Like it, I thought it was good, but then you get kind of like weird with some of the background of the character and stuff like that, and like the things they did there mm-hmm. which is like a whole nother like ordeal yeah um, i just like why can't we yeah. i i want disney's mcu to reflect their other popular thing star wars which they're mm-hmm. not doing well but they hit it with andor is all i'm saying like andor technically yeah. is connected to rogue one yeah. You do not have to have seen Rogue One to watch Andor. Yeah. Like, so definitively, it just has, like, a guy who's from Rogue One. And that's kind of about it. You don't even see anybody else from Rogue One for the most part. It's, like, mostly just that guy. So, mm-hmm. but then you have Ahsoka. And, like, everybody and their mothers tells me, like, well, because I asked them, I'm like, should I, is it, is it worth watching Ahsoka for someone who hasn't watched Clone Wars or Rebels? Is it even, is it even worth the watch? I've heard there's cool scenes, you know, generally trying to stay up and up on the Star Wars shows, or at least I was <laughs> at the time. Yeah. And people are like, well, the answer is just to watch at least Rebels. Watch some Clone Wars, watch Rebels. And I'm like, listen, I've heard it's a good show, but no, I will not. Like, I am not about to watch a show just to watch a show that's not i would would agree that i would agree that rebels is the one because like clone wars even though 
Even though I did watch Clone Wars, that was still kind of a rough journey. Yeah. Because it took me it took me years to finish Clone yeah, Wars. Just, oh, and Rub- so Rebels maybe took me it took Rebels took me a lot less. Even though it's like only four seasons. Um, like I, can, I would say Yeah, Rebels it's like I can admit yeah. when a show isn't for me, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like, oh that show wasn't made for me. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's not gonna be profitable in the long run. And maybe they're seeing that now, mm-hmm. the, the the fruit of their <laughs> the rotten fruit of their labors like at first it, it was does a novel because... concept of like oh you get yeah. to watch all these things and all connected that's really cool but you can still watch them very standalone and it was fine now we kind of get to a point where it's like i don't even know who these characters are anymore because they've only been yeah in and then those those characters have gone through some really crazy stuff too like and yeah. it's just like oh like you, you won't really have that you connection at all and i'm just like I f- yeah, and I feel like that those are important things about those characters to understand, especially in Ahsoka. Yeah, like it's like oh, there are things that happen that are happening and things that characters are going through because of those past relationships. And those, like I, um, I'm super happy for those who like grew up watching Clone Wars and Rebels, uh, being able to have a show like Ahsoka for them. Like that's yeah. super cool for them. I just. You know, Disney, don't don't expect me to watch it. I guess that's always yes. the thing. It's like, they can create shows for those people as long as they also create shows and movies for the rest of us, right? Which, again, like, have they been doing? Kind of, not really. Like, like I'll give Cobra, Cobra Kai some credit because uh, it's like, yeah. you can... You can watch Cobra Kai and see things like with without having to like watch the Karate Kid movies, you know. So it's just they like, just give you they they do a good job. They literally give you scenes from that those yeah. movies. Yeah, which because I keep I I hear people saying too like oh well these new MCU yeah. movies they give you all the context and exposition and stuff like they tell you who these people are. I'm like that's not really good enough. That doesn't actually do enough for me. But right, I do right. like how Cobra Kai like it's a cheesy show. Yeah. So it's not far-fetched. It doesn't take <laughs> you out of it to have a flashback right. to those original movies. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel like a weird, oh, what are we doing now? Like, it, it matches the same energy because they actually mm-hmm. create a show that does match the same energy of those original movies really well, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So just seeing flashbacks feels very normal. It doesn't feel like... If they showed flashbacks in an MCU movie with, like, scenes <laughs> of Miss Marvel, I'd be so confused. Yep. I'd be like, what? Yep so strange oh yeah definitely um but anyway uh, we could talk a little bit more about too when we, when we talk about echo but uh oh yeah but uh anyway blade's gonna be radar and uh that's our movie news <laughs> cool um yeah so we'll move on to tv watch anything in the tv world nope nope no no <laughs> nothing <laughs> um okay i did i did watch something um which has been feel like I feel like has been rare for me lately. Um, I watched uh, and Netflix came out with this new. I guess they got two new animated samurai themed shows because they have Onimusha, but then they also have one called Blue Eye Samurai, oh. which is pretty cool. Um, it's got this interesting interesting style of like two D animation. It makes me want to go back and play more Ghost Ghost of Tsushima, just because there definitely there are some very artistic shots and things they do. Mm-hmm. Um, it is about a, um, a female, it's a, it's a revenge story, but it's about this female, um, this, this girl that basically, um, I guess, I, at least I've seen, she kind of, I guess she was part of like an orphanage or whatever, um, you know, she doesn't, like her parents aren't, aren't around, but, um, it's because she is 
Um, obviously, the thing says blue-eyed. It's called blue-eyed samurai. She is of mixed race, I guess, which in feudal Japan back in the day was, like, crazy. You know, like, you, it was, you know, um, I guess at one point, I think the thing at the beginning said, like, at one point they closed off their borders or something like that. I don't... They tried to deliver some context, but... Gotcha. Basically, because, um, basically her mother... Basically, her, her mother was from the country or whatever, and so she wants to basically get revenge um, on these you know, these people that weren't from, basically, aren't, aren't like, um, yeah, basically these people who aren't from Japan. It's like a whole revenge story, um, basically, for basically, cur- basically cursing her with these blue eyes, the blue eyes or whatever, like being mixed race and whatever. Um, it's super good because she's also, like, she's also female, but she also, like, trains to be a samurai and stuff like that. She kind of gets... Heck yeah. A, a, she, and this is all first episode stuff. She kind of, uh, this blacksmith finds her and raises her. And so she, you know, starts to learn from all these samurai and things like that. And so eventually she goes out on her own. And so not only does she have to hide that she's, like, a woman... But she also has to hide that she's mixed race and stuff like that. So her dealing with that stuff and basically classic samurai revenge story is super cool. Um, it definitely is rated TVMA. There is uh, there is nudity. There is a lot. Mm-hmm. There is blood. It, it's one of those things where I do feel like the nudity they show so far. And it's really weird because it's in animation as well. Yeah. Um, it definitely does not feel like it adds to anything. It definitely feels Dang. like... I saw an article. I saw a headline somewhere because I was trying to read more about the show. And I feel like anything that's violent and has nudity gets the, like, oh, this is like like this is like Game of Thrones kind of treatment, you know? It's like when Final Fantasy sixteen had, you know, got, like, whenever that was mature, everybody's like, oh, this is like Game of Thrones. And I'm like, okay, that's too quick to, like, you're just slapping that comparison on it because it's mature. Um... I don't know if that's the case yet here. I, I, I like it. It definitely... See, like, they show at the end of the episode kind of what's in store for the whole season kind of thing. I'm like, oh, okay. This is gonna... This is gonna be, like, a really fun show, I think. Even though it is gonna have some of that stuff. So, I'm gonna watch more. I'll probably talk more about it next week. But I really like the show so far. It's pretty cool. Um, it's very artistic. It's a unique style of animation. And I think that's what's important. Is like, the art of it is there. Yes, it's not just sir. some... 3D, it's not even like a traditional 2D or anime style thing. It's definitely not like um, how Netflix has been doing this weird like 90s style like retro like animation, you know, like because of Castlevania. Right. Um, it's definitely got its own, it's definitely got its own art style and I think that's really important. You know, that um, that reminds me of uh, something I did watch but it's not a show. It's a, it's right. just on YouTube and apparently it's been going on for a long time like the first mm. episode was released like seven years ago but the uh, the next oh, wow. the se- there's only like two episodes the second episode just released this year so oh, it's wow. crazy but it's called a fox in space and hmm. it's a star fox fan made animation and oh, what's wow. so cool about it is that it feels straight up like a 90s kind of uh, almost like Adult Swim cartoon, like show. It, nice. It's like kind of mature. It's not necessarily, I guess it's it's not necessarily made for kids. But there's not also mm. like there's not like nudity or anything. In fact, I don't even know if there's like cursing I can I can think of. Uh, but it's just the the art style is very unique. It's I don't know. They mm-hmm. must use some sort of like 
type of rotoscoping or something. I don't really know how they animate it, but <laughs> the pure vibes you get from it, even if you've never watched Star Fox or, or, don't, or you know, played the games or anything, yeah. if you don't know much about Star Fox, I recommend that you check it out just because it's like all the voice acting is so good. This, the feel uh-huh. of what you like uh, uh, the the vibes i can't i can't i'm sure people who have already seen it know what i'm talking about with like the vibes are just so immaculate i feel like this surfaced like the news about this surfaced like a few years ago i feel like yeah but um no i definitely know what you're talking i it's, think i know it's really i don't know i just only recently discovered it i think because yeah the creator uploaded two new videos like pretty recently like two new animations they're not like full episodes of, of a fox in space but nice. they're, like little bits and they're like super good i'm just like freaking this is cool why have i discovered this earlier this is <laughs> awesome so but that reggie yeah. guys like it's mm-hmm. having your own like sort of unique animation style and like sort of thing you're going for in order to sort of have it complement the themes and the tones and you know mm-hmm. that's how that's how it should be right so yeah oh definitely awesome Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I watched. Um, super good show. I'll, maybe I'll drop the trailer in the podcast chat for y'all to check it out. And, um, but I like it. Um, yeah, so we'll get into um, the TV news. And um, I don't really know um, what else there is to say about Echo, but we have the trailer for it. And it's definitely rated R. Is like I'm just like oh wow like okay like I didn't expect I didn't know what to expect from e- from Echo just because in Hawkeye I'm like okay I don't know, really know this character at all um but I'm like oh dang like it looks brutal <laughs> so yeah I I guess we'll have to see but I mean it's a show that I didn't know if I really cared about before and I'm like oh okay I'm I'm gonna watch this um, yeah just to kind of for the f- action and the fun f- like. I don't know if fun factor is the right word, but I'm like, it's going to yeah. be entertaining at the very least, I hope. For sure. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if it's going to be fun. Maybe. I mean, and again, like, I think it's maybe it's also because it's a character that nobody really knows or cares about. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like they Andor. Kind of do with- I don't think, yeah. I don't think a lot of people cared about Andor in Rogue One. Everybody's like, who's that? I don't know. Yeah, they could kind of um, just do whatever. I think, I think with, with Echo, I think they could try to achieve that with Echo. Yeah, so. I think it could be really cool. It's it's just, oh, man, it's rough because I remember watching Hawkeye, the show. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, wow, this is, like, kind of a cheesy but, like, fun Christmas show. Like, it is, it's like, it, it's, it's set around <laughs> Christmas. It was very much yep. a Christmas show. And then you have this really cool antagonist. Like, wow, she's so, she's so cool. Like, she almost doesn't fit mm-hmm. here. She's just really, really interesting. And like her modes were interesting, her character's interesting, all this is pretty cool. And then like not long after that, they announced that they were going to be making a show just around mm-hmm. her. And I'm like, man, that's a great idea. That's so cool. But I've just been so burnt out on Marvel the last year. The cr- it's it feels like it's been longer. But I'm pretty sure. Actually, not sure if Hawkeye came out last year. Did it come out last year or the year before? Mm, it might have been the year before. Might have been the year before. Okay. That's actually more reasonable. I'm like, was that last year? Because I think it's just been so much time. And that's fine. But the fact is, I'm just so burnt out. And again, I don't even necessarily know it's Marvel's fault. Maybe it's also my fault. 2021. Okay, good. 
I was like, I'm in a place. It feels I'm in a place where I'm very hesitant to watch anything Marvel related. Yeah, like, and it's like, even though like I liked Guardians, Guardians was really good. Yeah, it's just even the trailer mm. can be deceptive because Disney's lied in trailers all the time. That's what they do. Mm. They love to lie in trailers. That's just yep. they they watch like putting Hulk in place of the Hulkbuster. Yeah, <laughs> so um, deceiving. So even then, I can't necessarily trust like, the trailer to be good. It's like, I really do just mm-hmm. have to wait for all of it to come out for, for you and Cody or whoever else to watch it because Cody yeah. will probably yeah. watch it at least. Like, like I've been hearing Loki's really good, but I'm just, like, I'm nervous to keep watching it just because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be let down or not. You know? And it so. sucks how that's the case, too, that even some of these more interesting or, like, oh, it starts off good shows. Secret Invasion was well, really weak, too. Yeah. yeah. If they don't end well, then what's the point? And... These shows are yep. shows, they're so short that they struggle with that. They have to end well. well. Right? Like, yeah. you can have a show like Game of Thrones, and obviously, most people say, like, the ending still ruined it, but a lot of people still, like, really enjoyed Game of Thrones because it was, it was super long and it was really good just until the end. And, like, sure, maybe you wouldn't recommend watching Game of Thrones to someone, like, telling someone to watch Game of Thrones now because mm-hmm. of that ending, but a lot of people are like, yeah, but it was so, so good up until that point. It might still be worth it. These shows are so short, they do not yes. have, they can't afford to have a bad ending because that ending is like a fourth of the show, right? Yeah. And like Cody's always talking about the penultimate episodes for all these, a lot of these Marvel shows just feeling like filler. And it's crazy yep. because these shows are so short. How do they you try to sweep up it? so fast? Yeah, they, they try to sweep it up so fast and be like, "Oh, hey, we were doing this thing. Let's end it." Yeah, like, it's crazy to me. Like they, they can't afford to mess up these endings. That that just reminded me because you're talking about endings and just the way that these shows are written. I forgot to talk about. I forgot to mention Invincible because. Oh my gosh! I forgot that came out. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm so behind. Yes, because then I'm like, oh, and it's only one episode yeah. because I was really disappointed. I was like, wait, that's it. Um, they also have the Adam Eve special, if you haven't watched that That's true, I have not yet. It just made me realize, like, I think, what, Invincible was, like, 8 to 10 episodes, and I think that's, that's definitely longer than, I could be wrong about the episode count, but that's definitely longer than Marvel. But it's like, oh, they stuck the landing on that show so well. I mean, that whole show was written really good, but even having that show back made me go, like, oh, yeah, like, we left this world on a sour note. And it was really like well thought out. Whereas Marvel stuff is just those last episode, that last episode, everything's so rushed. Mm-hmm. So it was just like the comparison there. I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is why this was my favorite show for you know when it came out. Like this is why it's probably one of my new all time favorite shows. But yeah, just the comparison of the writing. Um, but I'm looking forward to Echo. I mean, I'm at mm-hmm. least gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, hopefully, I hope it's good. It's just, yeah, I don't I know. Hope it is too. Like, I, I, there's this history, and it's, it's MCU. It's not Sony, but I just mm-hmm. think about there's this history that these Spider-Man villains have that don't feature Spider-Man. They just feature mm-hmm. the villain. I'm like, I don't think Echo's per se a, a Spider-Man villain. I'm just thinking of just, Echo's. Echo's definitely a Daredevil villain. Yeah, I'm also, just thinking of Kim so I'm just like, oh, which I guess is also yeah, a Daredevil Kim villain, but it's also a Spider-Man villain. You know, he's a New York He's villain. definitely like a Marvel, yeah. <laughs> so maybe he'll be fine. Mainly Spider-Man and Daredevil. And maybe he'll be fine that level. But I just, I just, my brain goes to these stupid Sony projects where they're trying to like mm-hmm. make these villain movies, but they can't really make them the villain because 
because of the protagonist and Spider-Man can't even mm-hmm. be in it. Anyway, so probably this won't have that. that I issue hope Echo doesn't have that problem. That would suck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of. I mean, I, we didn't really talk about it either. But Marvel. There's a lot of stuff that came out about Marvel being in a weird place too in the last couple of years, like things they were gonna do that they didn't end up doing. So. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they had a big old article on like a magazine or something come out about it recently, but we'll have to see. Um, this uh, last piece of news for TV, I guess, is very specific. I think uh, to me, just because I enjoyed this show so much and it's real successful. It's a, it was a hit. But um, today, the showrunners of the show The Bear have confirmed that uh, season three is has been greenlit i guess um or or it's been renewed for season three which uh i think it's so good the bear is still a really good show and i talked about it on here before mm-hmm. um but it's just you definitely see the highs and the lows like it just feels like you're watching real life you know like there's definitely a lot of i don't know the way stuff can get written is very like sugar-coated and things like it's not one of those shows that's like oh they're just gonna win every time there's definitely a roller coaster ride of some things that these characters go through and it's again i talk i was talking about like the way shows are written like you know earlier with invincible and stuff like this is a really well-written show um so i i would encourage people i mean it's definitely an adult like there's definitely mature themes and stuff there's like a lot of like family drama and stuff like that um but it's a really good show and especially like there's definitely some stuff in there to like i think like people like cody might get it might be weird for them to watch you know just (laughs) if you work in the food industry like um it's probably it could be triggering as well um but i've heard some real cool stuff like a lot of the people in that show like learned how to like actually like cook and do things that weren't uh, actually cooks i think the one guy that is an actual chef plays like the repairman or something like that which i think is hilarious um so it's good though i recommend watching the show it's a very bingeable show you could burn through it if you really enjoy it so that's about it that's all i got to say I'm, uh, about the bear I, nice. I love it so yeah so, um, that is going to be it for, um, all the news and everything. Um, do you have anything else you want to share or geek out about before we wrap it up? Uh, no. I think the only thing I was going to mention is I, there's a chance I won't be around either next week or mm. the week after or both, just depending because it's all, <laughs> all holiday stuff. But this weekend yes. is Port Priority 8, which is a huge, huge Smash tournament happening uh, in the Seattle area, so I'll be going. Nice. It'll be fun. It's looking to be the most stacked uh, tournament of the year, which is crazy. Just the number of top-level players coming out is insane. I think we finally reached a 1,000 competitors, which is also crazy. So I'll nice. talk about that probably, how that goes. Sweet. I can only imagine it's going to end... In a super epic way. It's just funny because, like, all my friends, all my um, people I know in the Smash community, the local Smash community, are all like, "Well, my second round is going into this top ten worldwide player, so that's fun." Like, <laughs> wow. because there's just all of these really insanely yeah. talented people, like all these people. That's kind of cool. Multiple people who have been top eighted other majors at this tournament wow. to the point where it's like, well, 
this is just going to be like top 32 is just going to be like what's usually <laughs> a top eight. It's, it's crazy. So it's going to be a fun That's watch. Exciting. It's going to be um, good energy. And I haven't been able to go to any Smash tournaments in a long time. I'll be playing Rivals cool at this one. Sure. I don't even know if I'll be playing Smash per se, but I right. think the energy is going to be really fun, and, and I'm excited for that. So I'll talk oh, about yeah, that. for uh, sure. I don't know. I guess next time nice. I, I record. <laughs> nice, cool. Yeah, um, I do have something um, else. I, I I do have something else I want to bring up. We just finished. So me and my buddy have partnered um, our D and D campaign. We've been doing. We've been partnering with. It's actually under um, our friends at Comics and the Cross. Uh, some awesome folks I know under their youtube channel and we do also have a um separate uh, like spotify podcast thing going for it but we just finished um the camp uh, first chapter of the campaign that i've been been involved in called the book of astra it's like a sci-fi western i've mentioned it on here before but yesterday um i think i'm gonna put i think it might already be on youtube i'm gonna publish that episode later this week on spotify but we finished our first chapter um so if anybody's looking for some more D D content to listen to there's definitely the first few episodes where we kind of had to get our footing, especially with tech issues and just, you know, as the party kind of gets comfortable with each other. But there's definitely a point where I think we hit the stride and I think my, my buddy who's DMing, he's got a really cool story planned out. My character has definitely gone through some some crazy things at this point and I think all our characters have. He's doing a really good, he's doing really good at giving each character like a bit of the spotlight and the limelight and like developing our own stories along with the story that's going on. Um, I like it. It's super fun, and it's really cool to be like partnering with uh, those people at Comics and the Cross. Yeah, as well. that's super. They have cool. their they they have their own separate campaign. They're also doing as well. So, um, but yeah, I've been soaking up the D and D action almost every Sunday night lately, and it's been super fun. It's feeding that urge. I mean, like here after hearing you and Cody talk about it for a good while, I'm back all up in it. And so, um, yeah. So if everybody wants to check it out, you can look up Comics and the Cross on. Uh, you can look it up through Comics on the Cross. It's called The Book of Astra on YouTube. And then on Spotify, it's just straight up called Book of Astra. So I wanted to plug that. But uh, I'm super enjoying it. Sweet. So that's about it. Um, Shelly, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. Right on. And then you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under LJ the Paladin. Keep gaming, keep praying. And God bless. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.